2: Welcome to the campaign, after the campaign, after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by
3: Jake Hurwitz. Dragoon with a spoon. How's that for a boon? Henry Hogfish. <laughs> oh, three rhymes for the price of two.
4: Oh, my God. I feel like that laugh I just did went as deep as my feet. <laughs> that really got a reaction.
1: Full body remember. vibration. Wow. <laughs> Honored. Then, of course, Emily Axford.
4: Having a ball. Misty stepping off the ball. Fear bulgynia. That's Yay!
3: right. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, I'm thinking about it all over again. And, of course, <laughs> Caldwell Tanner. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, we interrupt this to bring you a special uh, bulletin from the Indoterra Newswire. Zerk Vervain has been hospitalized with an infected belly button and will not be appearing in this episode. <laughs> uh, we will provide more updates as the story progresses. Whoa. Over to you, Murph.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was okay, wondering well, where now that was you're going. Just,
4: now you're just smearing Billy's work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Zerk infected
2: it himself later <laughs>
4: cool. by just okay. playing with awesome. it
2: too much. By doing,
1: that, the it, worm, that by
4: doing the worm near a septic tank. Aww. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah i I just imagine zerk like playing with a bunch of liquids while also fixing his belly button ring and not washing his hands Mm. disgusting uh sweet guys let's go ahead and do a little recap Last time, Fia escaped the Lord Scythe's forces with Glorg the Ogre and hid out in an abandoned tavern. Glorg revealed that he was part of a group of embedded awakened within the Disciple-occupied capital of Endoterra and planned to inspire a revolution. The plan involves a vault beneath Endo Castle that holds the lost knowledge of Zelboldar, which the Lord Scythe hoards for himself. Glorg believes that if they can get to it, they can prove that the Lord Scythe was not divinely chosen and expose him as a fraud. Glorg also shared that he had allies working on the inside, one of whom is Arena. Fia theorized that Arena could be seeking the knowledge of old Zelbaldar to learn more about her mother, the Trickster. Um, Afterwards, Fia agreed to help Glorg's cause, then used his Sending Stone to tell Zerk and Hank that she was okay. Meanwhile, Zerk and Hank were ushered in with the rest of the Dragoon recruits from the arena and met one of Glorg's people on the inside Brimstone Billy, a blacksmith. (laughs) <laughs> a blacksmith who had endeared herself to the dragoons and a Sergeant Grimdung uh, with her skill and charm. Grimmy! Go for it, sir! <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. Let's get to the recap now. Seal right. the
1: deal, sir! You can do this!
2: Uh, Billy let Zerk and Hank in on the plan to get into the vault beneath Endo Castle, then helped them prepare for their initiation to receive dragoon credentials. With the help of Billy's magical force push shield and a clutch wording bond spell Henry and Zerk were able to pass their joust and mage duels respectively and earn the title of Dragoon Grunt. Billy convinced <laughs> Grimdung to let the new grunts help her out for the time being and the sergeant acquiesced. As the team on the inside embedded themselves amongst the Lord side's army, Glorg and Fia prepared to meet the team on the outside. And that's where we are now. Mm hmm. All right, so um, we are going to start off with Fia. Um, Fia, Glorg lets you know that as far as he knows, the team on the outside uh, that needs to get inside the castle walls is supposed to meet here at the old tavern tomorrow. That's the big day when the team sets off on their respective objectives to get to the vault. Glorg hasn't had a proper night's sleep in a while, uh, so he... Mm,
4: Fia can feel him there. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so he suggests that you guys get some rest. Um, is there anything you want to do before you go to bed?
4: Okay. Fia does have to uh, bring her sweet Philip, her newly sweet Philip, back to life. <laughs> um, but I think that after this day, I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Glork, is there. I have to reanimate my little book. Is there somewhere for a little privacy for a witch who saved your life?
5: Um, y- yes, of, of course. Um, here, why don't you make yourself comfortable back here?
2: You see he opens a back room um, that just looks like a an old storage room, um, and you see cobwebs everywhere, old barrels, like uh, dried food, salted meats, and things like that. Starts, um, like clearing cobwebs and stuff and goes. No,
4: oh, actually, don't mind, leave it.
2: Oh, you're okay, you're okay with the cobwebs. I
4: quite like it, yes. Uh, I like the window dressing that the spiders make.
2: Great, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, feel free to, uh, sleep back here. Um, we can set up some, like, burlap sacks or something, sort of an improvised sleeping bag situation. Uh, we used to do that kind of for fun around here. <laughs> but, uh,
4: <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Glog. but if there is a dirt floor, I can just dig a trench.
2: Right, um, please don't dig a trench in the storeroom.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I note this. All right. I note this without committing to not doing this. <laughs>
2: Right, well, I'll sleep in the main room, um, and I'll alert you if anything goes wrong. But um, okay. until then, why don't you get some sleep, and I'll see you in the morning.
4: Thank you, Mr. Glork. Also, good catch earlier. Oh. You caught me.
2: Oh, yes. Well, glad to, glad to be of some help. Uh, so far today, I've just been being saved, so, you know, <laughs> thank you, Fia. Your...
4: Well, now we're one for one, right? We're even now.
2: <laughs> oh, oh I, don't know. I don't know if my catch was as big as your catch, but if you say so. Um, and, uh, Glorg walks out, um, and closes the door behind you, um, and, Fia, you see that there is, like, uh, like a little candelabra thing with wax kind of pouring over the side like an old candle, but you can light it. Okay. Uh, and you're in this dark, like, little pantry.
4: (sighs) I think that I take the limp little book, Philip, I put him on one of the pantry shelves. I... I lacked not to light the candle, because for the first time in forever, Theobogenia is like entirely alone. She's like, no Mr. Henry, no Mr. Zerk, no Batilde, no Rina, and most importantly, no Bukfar. So, I am thinking about all this. And I am thinking about Irina, like looking for her mother. And I think for the first time, I also feel the loss of my own mother, like as a personal loss for the first time. So I'm kind of sitting here alone, a feeling I've been running from. For so long, conjuring all these little animals and little creatures, making books fly, making spoons dance, making little deer monstrosities, all to avoid this feeling. And I think that Fia realizes that she maybe can't keep running from this because this is maybe the only guarantee in this life. So... Fia Boginia, rather than bringing Philip back, that can wait till tomorrow morning. I think she just sits in the excruciating silence of solitude, with no cute little familiar to distract herself from her thoughts, and tries to get a little more comfortable with this feeling and I'm going to use this as an opportunity to cast coming of age ceremony.
1: Ooh. What is that?
4: (laughs) You touch one humanoid who is a young adult for the next 24 hours. Whenever the target makes an ability check, it can roll a D4 and add the number rolled to an ability check. A creature can benefit from this right only once.
3: Cue the soundtrack. I
2: mean, come on. (laughs) Uh, Fia, as you cast that, go ahead and roll an insight check with advantage. Mm.
4: Okay. 25. 25. Fia, as you sit
2: here in the darkness, in this pantry, you realize that you never really processed the loss of your mother because you lost her at such a young age. Your memory of her isn't crystal clear. It's more about kind of the feelings she evoked in you. Things like warmth and safety and fun. And there was this big divide kind of in your life before and after she passed. Before, even though you lived in this village where there was this sort of religious zealotry, your mom was kind of this bright spot that brought out this kind of more fun side in your dad. And his kind of attitude towards religion and everything really changed after she passed away. And him being the preacher in town really set the tone for everybody else. And you, you realize in this moment that you and your father both kind of did the same thing, which is to lose yourself in something else to mm-hmm. forget the pain of losing this person. You did it um, in books, in stories, in magic, and he did it mm-hmm. in religion. And it occurs to you that there's this promise of followers of the Reaper that you do what needs to be done in the mortal world, and then you will be judged fairly, and then you will get to ascend to Reverie and live out the rest of your existence there. It, it occurs to you right now that while this line of thought is a fallacy, that it is likely what your father's intentions were.
4: Does this mean that he would have sacrificed me to bring her back in a way?
2: In an extremely fucked up way, it's kind of to get you to reverie. Mm. When somebody is judged on the scales and is like executed in that way, it is seen as being like, being like kind of absolved of your sin. Like, this is your punishment. And now your soul will go clean to the Reaper.
4: This is why I'm always running from my alone time, because I have revelations like fucking this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I take this information and I, I try really hard to not categorize it as reasons I feel sympathy for my father, because I have been forgiving him all my life and i'm starting to wonder who really benefits from all that fucking forgiveness
2: yeah yeah i will say that like none of this excuses anything he quite literally tried to have you and before that arena killed and it was for this fucked up indoctrinated zealotry
4: I swallow a big welling of sympathy for him and then pile all the dried fruit on the ground so I can make a trench in that. (laughs) And I go to sleep face fucking down.
2: Fia goes to sleep planking amongst a bunch of dried fruit. Talk about a book var mitzvah. (laughs) And the next morning, we are actually going to cut over to some new characters um jake and caldwell's new characters um for both of you guys it is the day that you have been waiting for your crew has spent years embedding themselves amongst the disciples um and today there's going to be a brief opportunity to access the vault but that hinges on your team getting beyond the wall and doing your job caldwell Do you want to describe your character as he sneaks through the streets, um, heading towards the meeting point?
1: Oh, gladly. (laughs) So uh, my name is uh, Cragen McDuff, but everyone calls me Chrissy on account of my my large, bushy crystal beard. Um, I've also got two uh, tiny little uh, points of horns on top of my skull, uh, and I am missing uh, one eye. Uh, but the other one gleams with an almost twilidium-like brightness. Uh, and I'm wearing all black. I'm a, I'm a wee fellow, uh, a, about the size of a, a Deep Folk, perhaps. Uh, and uh, despite my, my size and my stoutness, I'm quite nimble. So um, uh, I'm making my way through town, uh, hiding in the shadows, uh, diving into barrels, uh, using uh, bits of my my crystal beer to distract people by uh, catching the light on it and whatnot. Uh, And uh, I've got a special package uh, under my arm
2: that I've managed to procure for uh, one of my allies in this mission ahead. Uh, Yes. Uh, So, Chris... Uh, your first job this morning was to pick up a magical item uh, to aid one of your allies, hey. um, one of your contacts, Uh, was able to secure a cloak on the black market that can make someone blend into their surroundings. Uh, Your crew is low on people, so you guys now need magical help to make up for their shortcomings. Not everybody is as stealthy as you or a couple of the other guys in your crew. Oh, not likely. (laughs) Uh, You you say that quietly to yourself as you roll (laughs) into a nearby barrel. (laughs) <laughs> the third man coming on your mission today is a member of the Awakened named Izer. Now, Izer usually does forgeries and helps you guys get like official documentation to keep you out of trouble. But today, you guys are so low on people that you have to bring him in as another point man. Um, so you're gonna need the cloak for him because he doesn't normally stealth. Right. With the cloak in hand. Uh, you head towards the meeting point. I do grab uh, one of the fish
1: that I found in the barrel I'm in, and I just pop that right in my mouth. I crunch it on down. (laughs) Just a little protein for the road, you know?
2: Yeah, you uh, you grab one of these weird cave fish that are not weird (laughs) to you. Um, Not even a proper fish, kind of like a lizard. Like, looks like what a like bass would look like except it has um feet (laughs) it has four legs um and they're all scrambling around
3: oh cute
2: oh i love the way they skitter down my throat
1: (laughs) this dude's Uh, gonna
3: get along great with zerk yeah
2: (laughs) and there is another stealthy dude heading towards the meeting point jake do you want to describe what your character looks like as he sneaks through the streets
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, I would love to. Uh, Yeah, so he's kind of... Just picture uh, a skeletal Danny Zuko. He's kind of like a (laughs) decrepit skeleton with um, a perfect pompadour. Uh, And, yeah, I have uh, kind of like leather armor that... uh, that actually kind of looks a little bit like a leather jacket, like a studded leather jacket.
4: Pretty <laughs> <laughs> cool. I like that. In, uh,
3: in my hands, I have uh, nothing, because uh, my mission kind of went sideways. So we'll see what happens.
2: Right. So uh, Jake's <laughs> Jake's character, um, your first job this morning was to meet with this guy, Iser, and escort him to the meeting point. Um, Iser was supposed to get you guys credentials as merchants to get you guys beyond the wall but when you went to fetch him you saw that his apartment had been broken into and there were signs of a struggle it looks like the disciples nabbed Izer, uh but credentials are not the other pieces are in place for the mission today and you have no choice but to just head to the meeting point, um and find another way in well shit <laughs> chrissy <laughs> hey and um uh, skeleton Man, we're not gonna say. His oh, name I haven't yet. introduced myself. You haven't introduced Sorry, your my, uh, name? Yeah. Okay, my name is Rundown Johnny. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Chrissy and Rundown Johnny uh, are both um, rushing through the streets. Um, there are the emperor's forces out on patrol today um you know that there was a oh, big good. hubbub yesterday you're not sure exactly what it was about you guys have been kind of staying underground 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 everywhere nando terror is underground but you guys have been very underground um Double trying underground. not to bring <laughs> on any um attention before this big mission um so you guys head to the meeting point which is grog's old bar Uh, formerly known as Grog's Grog. (laughs) Best Grog in the Rock, if you ask me. Uh, This is where the whole gang used to gather and drink and celebrate in the before times, before Endoterra fell into total authoritarian rule, and most of you had to go off the radar to avoid being brought in for questioning. Mm -hmm. The good old days. The good old days. Um, As you guys approach from opposite sides of the city, you see that... It is a shadow of what it once was. Boarded up windows, the rusty chains that once held the hand-painted tavern sign, now dangle holding nothing. Um, And as you guys approach, go ahead and give me stealth checks. Gladly. Oh, yeah. All right, that's going to be
1: an eight, but I add plus 13 to my stealth, so that's going to be a 21.
2: Okay. Yeah. Rundown Johnny's first roll was a crit.
3: Oh! (laughs)
2: Johnny! Uh, Johnny, you just happen to find a pile of bones that you just sort of disassemble yourself <laughs> and uh, pile onto. Um, and you guys see around the corner near the old bar, there are two enemies here patrolling. You see a white and a peeker, one of these gray gremlins um, with yellow eyes. Um, they're searching the area around the tavern. Um, the white is going to look first. Natural five uh, does not see you guys, Um, and the peeker looks around, um, only gets a 19, so misses both of you guys. Um, So you guys see these two unsuspecting um, monsters are walking around. Guys, go ahead and give me perception checks.
3: Yeah. All right. Okay. Johnny's second roll. That's a three. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're all over the map, Johnny. Uh, but I do add an eleven, so that's 14. Okay. Uh that'll just be a 12
2: okay. for Chris So neither of you guys see each other. <laughs> We're too stealthy. So you guys are too stealthy. Um so you guys have arrived at the same time. Um go ahead and roll initiative. It's a 16.
1: 24. Wow. I'm excited. Today's the day, Johnny. Whoa, where'd you come from, Chris? I say that <laughs> to myself. Yeah, you said
2: just quietly, <laughs> quietly talking to yourself, calling yourself Hey, John. right, Johnny! Chrissy, you are first. You can decide to try to just sneak into the bar without these guys noticing, or you could try to get the jump on them or something. Um, You see this white um, with like boiled leather armor um, and a sword walking around with this little gremlin dude.
5: Let's
1: see.
2: So uh, does it look like they're going about their rounds or are they just snooping around the tavern? Does it look like they're going to leave? It looks like they are patrolling this area so they're not necessarily going to, like, kick in the door to the tavern or anything, but they're going to be up and down the block, probably. Is there a back entrance to the tavern I could use? Yeah,
1: go ahead and roll me a luck check. Oh, Chris is a lucky fellow. <laughs> That's an
2: 18. 19. Uh, yes, Please, um, like... you remember that there is a window in the back that is probably boarded up but um, that uh, you might be able to pry open and sneak in through. All right. We've
1: been planning this day for way too long to get messed up with these two chuckle fucks. So I'm just gonna mosey over to the back,
2: pry open the window, and hope that Johnny does the same. Okay, sweet. Um, So you uh, go over around the back. Go ahead and give me a... Acrobatics check to get yourself in the window quietly.
1: Oh, gladly.
2: That's another 18. Uh, plus wow, that is going to be a 28. A 28. Good Ooh. lord. Um, Chrissy <laughs> like yes, like the way cats just turn to liquid and can just fit into <laughs> tiny spaces. Just suddenly, just like flattens himself against the wall and barely <laughs> prying it open. This big, like you know, burly dwarf-sized dude. Uh, goes and um, slips in through the window. I think if you shaved off Chrissy's beard, it would look like a wet cat. Just so skinny.
3: <laughs> Mostly beard.
1: Yeah.
2: After Chrissy, that is the white's turn. But the white uh, is surprised, has not seen you guys, um, is just looking around. Uh, actually, I'll say we'll do another perception check. Natural three, not going to see Nat 20, run down Johnny. That right, is right.
3: run down <laughs> Johnny's turn. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, since I haven't seen Chrissy, I don't even know he's here. I'm not going to try to get into a fight. I'm not going to do that. That's not Johnny's style. Not today. Um. So can I do, can I, can I get a little luck check maybe? Yeah. Uh, to um, see if I know about that window in the back. They might've tossed me out that way before. Go ahead and give me an insight <laughs> check with
2: advantage. I'll say you used to hang out here. The only way you would forget about it is essentially if you were like kind of frazzled by the excitement. Right. Oh well, that's yeah. The that's the takeout window. Uh, 21. <laughs> 21. Um, That's where do you get your walk me downs Johnny, you definitely remember that there is a back window. Um, so you head back down. Um, you try to do the same thing. Um, you do see that it has been pried open a bit. So that suggests that Chrissy or somebody else might have already been in here.
3: Yeah. The disciple, they might have kicked the door and I know what that looks like. So I'll, I'll <laughs> just sneak in through the open window.
2: Sweet. Um, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. The a 15. Okay. You make a little uh, creak um, as you go to open it. Um, you're not quite as um, liquid as um, <laughs> as Chrissy just was. Yeah, um, but who is? But you manage to <laughs> slip in. Johnny, is that you?
3: Hey, yeah, Chrissy. Quit making so much noise. I, was, I barely made a peep. This thing sn- snagged on my leather.
2: <laughs> Chrissy, as you kind of uh, slip in, and uh, Johnny, uh, you slip in immediately after this is within like seconds you see that um in the darkness behind the bar um there is this big hulking figure um who seems to have like <gasps> fallen asleep in his in his bar stool mm. and at first this feels kind of like a like a flashback to better times uh <laughs> when back when your friend glorg used to bar um, when you guys were all hanging out, but you guys thought Glorg had been taken. You guys haven't heard the news, and you it's guys not. see Glorg is just, like, snoring up uh, in, in, on his stool. Whoa, whoa.
3: Hey, Chrissy. That, I think I'm seeing things. That, that couldn't be. It wouldn't be. That's that
1: a lot. Glorg? Glorg? Back uh, where he belongs? Uh, no, I'm on watch. I'm on watch.
2: I'm on watch. Oh,
1: Glorg, Lally, it's good to oh see you. Oh, my God! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chrissy, Chrissy. Hey! Oh, Look bring at it that. in
2: here, man. What are you doing, man? Uh, he runs over um and uh gives you guys a big hug. Hey, watch the hair. <laughs> sorry,
5: <laughs> sorry, Johnny.
2: Listen, you can touch the beard <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Pets Chrissy's beard. Uh, and Glork goes, "I was I was saved. I, I was saved by a young girl. She's a friend of uh, Arena's and uh, I believe she'll also be helpful to our cause." She's Okay. She's still sleeping. Uh I should go wake her. Okay. Yeah. Shall we come with you? Yeah, I want to meet the person who saved your life. Um. So you guys um, all get together um, and go <laughs> over to uh, the pantry to find this mysterious person. Fia, after hmm. speaking with Glurg last night and spending a little time in the pantry, just kind of lost in your thoughts, you have a very hard time sleeping. Thinking about your family, thinking about Uh, your mother, thinking about your father. You're worried about Hank. You're worried about Zerk. You're worried about Bukvar. But eventually, fatigue overtakes you, and you fall into a deep sleep. And you have a strange dream.
0: What? Mm.
2: Fia, you are standing in the middle of a barren landscape. Dead trees, dry, gray soil, overcast sky. This very much reminds you of the village you grew up in. You can move your eyes around and look, but you very much have the feeling of kind of sleep paralysis, but you're standing up. You're just unable to move your body, but you can look around. And after a bit, you feel a warmth behind you as someone stands back to back with you. You look down and see the back of her hand against yours, but you can't turn around to
4: look. I know this is just a dream, and you're just a figment of my mind, but... Irina?
5: Have you come to save me again, Fee? I
4: I mean, I don't want to say I'm saving you, right? Because that's kind of like a loaded thing, but I'm... I, I just... The Guardians, they asked me to take care of you, and... Oh, to take care of you. That sounds patronizing, too. I... I'm just... I'm just worried about you.
2: You hear Irina laugh.
5: Um, and she goes, I have been worried about you too, Fee." Really? Of course. I think about you all the time.
4: Where are you? I'm in Endoterra.
5: I'm right here with you. You and I, we have a connection. And it's easier to reach in our subconscious... And when we're within physical proximity of each other, I'm in the castle.
4: Is this real? Is this like really real? Is this you or me?
5: This is both of us. I have had prophetic dreams that you and I would meet again.
4: I think I take my little hand, and I, and I, and I I can I at least move it? Oh, no, I'm paralyzed. Go okay.
5: ahead, and- um, My
4: hand twitches, but I make no movement.
2: Make an arcana check. <laughs> arcana.
4: Nat 20, baby. Holy wow, shit. Wow, wow,
2: yep. wow. Let it happen. Let it all out. You're not able to move the rest of your body, but you grab her hand, um, and you feel her clutch yours.
4: Okay, well, Irina, I'm here, and- I need you to... T- I'm with your friends out here. Tell me exactly what you need. And I'll do it for you. And also... I, I-, I tried to send word to you, but it didn't work. They have Bukvar. Bukvar is... More than a book. He's... I mean, we knew that, but he's more than a book. And they have him.
5: I know. Fee, you... Have given so much to me. And I have not given you anything in return.
4: That's not true. You gave me Bugvar, and honestly, I would probably just be peddling dumb reaper magic if you hadn't awoke in my mind.
5: <sighs> I don't know that I've been the best friend to you, Fee. Before you risk yourself for me anymore, you should know that I've done something terrible to you.
4: What? What are you talking about, Irina? Is it if it's because you didn't get in touch with me, I just assumed that we were in a really serious situation. I totally understand that. There's absolutely no hard feelings. In fact, you could be mad at me because I didn't get in touch with you.
2: You feel the tension kind of break and she laughs.
5: And she goes, no, no. It is not that at all. Um, and you see this
2: barren landscape of gray land and dead trees suddenly begins to fill with people and buildings. Um, and this is the village that you remember as a child. But it's a few years later, a few years after you left. You recognize some of the people there, and they look older. Like some children that are now teenagers, some like, middle-aged people that are now a little bit
5: older. And Arena goes, After you saved me, I fled the Reaper convent and struck out on my own. As I came of age, I found that I could... Intuitively understand the sprites, and with their help, I learned more about my natural magic ability, and something of my true identity. I was young and angry, so I returned to our village to confront the people who persecuted us. I only wanted to scare them, but when I arrived, I... Witnessed something. Um,
2: you see Arena arriving on the edge of town. Uh, the girl with the silver hair from your childhood, only a little bit older. But a few
4: years older.
2: A few years older. Um, tiny tusks protruding from her lips. Uh, she wears a patchwork cloak, like someone who has had to make her own clothes but isn't particularly good at it. Um, and she watches from a distance as the townsfolk are once again surrounding a young person who has been accused of sorcery. This person hangs precariously over the edge of a pit on a set of scales. On the other side of it is your father, the preacher, reading the judgment. The bloodthirsty crowd cheers him on as a horror in the pit growls
5: with otherworldly hunger. I hated them in that moment, Fee. And I lost control. Arena's hood falls off and her
2: eyes begin to glow green. She takes on a more sylvan form, like kind of stretching out, like getting taller, ears getting longer, magical power surging all around her. You see she pounds her fist into the soil, and suddenly bright green grass covers the barren ground. The onlookers take notice and are distracted, um, looking confused and scared. Suddenly, vines shoot up from the ground and grab them all in twisting branches. You see your father tries to wrestle himself free of the vines, clutching the scale pendant around his neck as if it could somehow protect him. You see, Arena gathers orange arcane energy around her before shooting a huge fireball into the forest of branches, completely vaporizing everyone in the crowd. As the black smoke rushes off of the singed vines, Arena collapses to her knees and returns to normal. The surge of power has died down. She looks shocked. She looks She looks like sick um, and is gasping
5: for breath and looking on in horror at the wreckage. The worst part is that when it was all done, the first thing I worried about was not all of the lives that were lost. I worried that you would hate me.
4: No, I... I understand what you did, but I also drop her hand.
2: You let her hand go.
4: Why are you looking for your mother?
5: I want to know the truth. I want to know who I am. Was I just an angry young girl who lost control of herself? Or is this who I really am on the inside?
4: I think it can be both. Did you... Did you see his body? My father... Did anything remain of him?
5: All I saw was black smoke. Fia,
2: you remember when you were in the mist? That your father appeared to you as black smoke?
4: I think Fia feels a welling of sympathy for her father that turns into pity. And instead of swallowing it, she just lets it take her over. Uh, and then I think she steals herself and says... Okay, well, I will help you find that out for you. I am your guardian and that is what I am here to do.
5: You were once more than that, but... I suppose you don't know me anymore, Fee.
4: I think that was always going to be the case. I'm not mad at you, I'm just feeling that my father is no longer in this world. Does that make sense? Truthfully, I think I fantasized about doing exactly what you did, like a million times, but I also fantasized about reconciling with him a million and one, so you can understand the the conflict.
5: I understand. I am sorry that I've taken this away from you. I just wanted you to know the truth before we saw each other again.
4: At least maybe you saved the person in that story. I think I say this knowing that I saw that maybe they didn't also get saved.
2: Go ahead and give me a perception check. 10. You do see that in this form that she took, like this, the kind of the form of Serenesis, Mm -hmm. you know that she is a sorcerer and mechanically Mm -hmm. she used careful spell. Um, And you see that the person that was on the scales while absolutely terrified and maybe as terrified as if they were falling into the pit with the horror, um, quickly just like scrambles off um, into the woods without, you know, without saying anything to Arena just like running away from her
4: I clutch her hand again then and I say uh, Irina, I I get it. I really do. If we don't know each other anymore, then that is a good opportunity to make a new friend maybe. I've gotten quite good at making friends while you're gone.
5: You were always good at making friends, Fee. You just cared about quality over quantity."
4: Uh, squeeze your little hand.
5: Tomorrow, I will see you in the vault, yes? I guess so. Until then, Fia. Fia!
3: Fia! 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 Hey. Fia. Hey, come here! Fia. Wake up! You're the little hero! <laughs> that's right? that's hey.
4: fun! I've hey. choked on a bunch of dried fruit <laughs> <laughs> that I've been sleeping face down in. What? Ah, where am I? Oh, I thought she I was home. Arena, oh, you, you were out.
2: Arena? No, she's in. Arena's on the inside. Oh yeah, the good lady's
3: say Yeah, no, we're gonna go see Arena. Great. Right.
4: Oh my God, a skeleton! You are beautiful. Oh my God, hey. a crystal dwarf! I oh. hold my hand to be kissed. It would be my
1: honor. <laughs> Chrissy puts his beard down right on Fia's palm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is a new one. I file it away to understand that this is Endoterra custom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope, that's just me.
4: That's just what I do.
2: Uh, uh, F- Fia, this here, uh, this is Chrissy. Uh, And this over here, this is Rundown Johnny. At your service. A pleasure. Guys, this is Fia.
4: I try to touch Rundown Johnny's hair.
5: Hey,
4: I
3: don't Ah. think so.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. He did it. The dwarf did it. But okay, I'm sorry. No, that's a
3: Chrissy thing. Yeah, that's absolutely a Chrissy thing. Yeah.
1: It's a Chrissy thing. You wouldn't understand.
4: (laughs) I have a mug that says that.
2: (laughs) You found his mug?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I see the supplies thing. Apparently, there's a bunch of them that didn't sell. Oh, my God. God.
3: <laughs> you see dusty old wow. it's a Chrissy It looks thing?
4: like someone mass produced these and <laughs> knows about them, them.
3: There's hundreds of them.
4: Uh, I really thought that was onto something Chrissy, the Chrissy, I
3: told you, it's just you. You're the only Chrissy
2: <laughs> around here. Uh, I'm a local legend. <laughs> right, they still wouldn't get the Chrissy thing, though, is the, is the <laughs> problem.
1: It's ironic, though, is the thing. Uh. Oh!
4: <laughs> Fia gets this. You wouldn't understand because you've never heard of Chrissy. Oh, that's okay. what you meant, right? That's what you meant. <laughs> she gets it. oh the last gets it. <laughs>
3: Still, she's not gonna buy one. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll yeah? we better we better hurry.
2: It sounds like plans have maybe changed a little bit, and certainly I'm not completely up to date on what's going on because I've been um, captured for ten no, days. No, yeah,
3: we're we're on to like Plan D at this point. Maybe right. E. What do you think? Oh, Christy? that's an eight. Speaking of that, where's Eiser? Oh, yeah. He's gone. Yeah, no, he's no. Gone. He's gone. Yeah, he, Eiser's gone. Yeah, long gone. Yeah, no, he's gone.
1: Did the disciples get him?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, oh that's bad. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, that's, that's not good. You are
4: very casual about losing your kin.
3: No, oh. yeah, I, I kind of processed it on the walk over here. I was broken up at <laughs> you first, walked? but I had a, was a long walk. Why did you
4: walk? I'm <laughs> in a hurry, man.
1: Sorry, all right. Our, our numbers have been decimated a bit, but... I I think that you're here now and that's good. To catch you up, we're fucked. Um, So
3: yeah, we gotta get in there. We don't know how.
1: And our our contact Iser was supposed to forge some documents for us uh, so that we could pose as merchants. Uh, But I do not know how we're gonna do that now that Iser has been apparently captured and is very likely dead. He was scooped. I will say if you would like a cloak, I've got a spare one. It's It it could disguise your appearance a bit. That might be helpful if if you're willing to aid us on this quest.
0: Me? Fia? Oh, I yes. Yeah, certainly.
4: You're
2: more Iser-sized than I am, certainly.
0: I was
4: actually going to ask if you have maybe a breastplate lying around. I have this heavy armor that makes it very hard to sneak about.
2: You see that um, Chrissy has this cloak um, that mechanically is the cloak of Elvenkind.
4: Ah! sick okay there we go <laughs> okay I'm I've never really been much of a cloak person but it's not too late to start I put it on and then I just like <laughs> melt into it after like a hard night. I'm just like absolutely like drowning in fabric and loving it.
2: Um, Yeah, you see that it looks like (laughs) a a plain cloak cloak with like gold trim. And as you wrap it around you, you see that it takes on the darkness of like this pantry um, and you blend in like camouflage.
4: Can I do it so that like I do it on certain parts of my body so I can look like um, the Venus de Milo? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is a reference to something that doesn't exist in this world. Oh. How about that? Kind yeah, of like yeah. it's a Chrissy thing you wouldn't understand.
2: Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> so, Fia, uh, while you wear this cloak with its hood up, uh, perception checks made to see you have disadvantage, yes. and you have advantage on stealth checks <laughs> made to hide as the cloaks color shift to
3: camouflage you.
4: Fia absolutely does a Fortnite dance. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No
1: what,
3: one what, can what see it. Is this? What are you doing there? What's happening? What's happening under the cloak? Just a lot of movement. I see darkness and arms flailing.
1: I see like occasional glimmers of something happening, and it looks quite agile, I must say, but I'm not getting the full picture. All right.
4: Wait a second! I I stopped doing my f- mid Fortnite <laughs> dance. I pause, still in the position, and I say, "Wait a second, Mr. Clark, I forgot to ask you, how are Mr. Zerk and Mr. Henry?"
2: Oh, uh, as as far as Ooh. I know, I, I, I right? Um, <laughs> their part. I
4: slap him. <laughs> I, <laughs> if you don't know now, you will know soon. All right, <laughs> uh, Zerk and Henry
2: are. Or- oh, hey. Fia's friends, we've sort of combined forces here. We've joined companies. Um, Zerk and Henry are now on the inside with Isaac and Billy, Um, and uh, they're doing fine, Fia. I received a message from Billy last night.
4: Oh, this is news to weary ears.
2: Oh, that's good to know. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about the mission. It's not just a matter of getting to the vault, there's also an alarm system. Now, Arena is going to disarm it from the inside of the castle, but there's also a failsafe. There are two Vault Keeper mages who will receive alerts if anyone enters the vault. The inside team will take out the one, this team needs to take out the other. Your target is a wizard who lives in a tower behind Mm. the castle walls, protected by constructs and various other experiments.
4: I know a thing or two about constructs. <laughs> and then actually, you know what? I'm going to look for a fork. <laughs> I'm going to look for a fork in the supply closet and cast Tiny Servant. Okay, sweet. Uh, you <laughs> cast. Oh hey,
3: wait, that's pretty neat. <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm, I'm obsessed with this thing. Look at that little
4: eye. <laughs> yeah, do you want to hang out with him?
3: <laughs> hey, come here. I could use it to comb the pompadour. Yeah, I was going Very to suggest nice. that you
4: could put them in your hair. Yeah,
3: you
2: use the uh, fork to comb your pompadour. Uh, oh, that's a quaff. It's got even more bounce. Oh, that's beautiful. That's hey. brilliant.
3: Not bad for you.
2: And uh, you hear Glurk continues and goes, I am obviously uh, a little too big to be stealthy, so I won't be able to go in with you. Um,
4: you've also had a hard day. Yes, I've had a, I mean, hard, a hard couple hard weeks. Week. <laughs> I've had. Yeah, you've been in like, hey, captivity. Yeah. It's been a hard life. I feel like it's like <laughs> you can take the day off. Appreciate you
1: know? it. Appreciate right, you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: little yeah. vacation
2: <laughs> for you, Glork. Anyway, <laughs> without Izer, we don't have credentials to get you guys in. So you'll have to get over the wall somehow. All right.
4: Okay. Well, I am a witch. I don't think I introduced myself. Oh. I'm a witch. So oh. I will use my witchcraft to try to help as much as I can. It's All right. You're yes. just
1: like that Irina. You know, she's a quite a magical lady herself.
4: Yes, she is. You've met her? Oh, hey! Oh, the lady Irina? Of course. Yeah, she's oh, all she's right. Oh, she's great at magic. what does she look like oh, now? What does well. her laugh sound like? Is it the same as the this was? Yeah,
1: hey, Chrissy, you do a perfect Irina laugh. <laughs> 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 oh, aye, yeah. All right, yeah. All right, let me, let me do it. Um, <laughs> Chrissy uh, pulls his beard up so that it's like... Tucked over his head almost. <laughs> you make like
2: a ponytail with your beard? Exactly. <laughs> <And> then goes... <laughs>
4: How was that? I look at the rundown Johnny and assume you lied to him to make him feel better?
3: Sounds about right. Yeah, it's a Chrissy <laughs> thing. Okay, very It's good. a Chrissy thing. You're starting to understand.
4: Come on. Absolute arena. Such it's arena energy. Thing. Such arena energy. <laughs> wow. I was her childhood friend and I... I can't wait to see her face, in, in a way. Okay, let's maybe go.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All right, yeah. yes.
1: All right. Should um. we perhaps consider how we're going to get through the gate?
4: Yes, is it a matter of scaling of all? I no longer have the spell Spider Climb, because I made a joke about how I thought it was obscene, and then I uh, swapped <laughs> it out at the next level up.
2: <laughs> you see, uh, Glorg uh, thinks about it, and he goes... You could try to go through the gate, but the peekers there will see anyone who's invisible or using magic. Beyond the castle walls, invisibility doesn't work either. There's some kind of anti-magic field. It's sort of like the fairy fire spell. People who
5: are invisible light up.
4: Very good to know. I hate that spell. (sighs) You hate people who use that spell. Fairy fire, shakes his fist. Cowards. I turn to them, I size them up. They're looking pretty strong and I say, I'm a natural athlete. I have been told, so I'm ready to scale a ball.
1: Oh, so! You want to do a flip contest?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like dexterity. Yeah, can I do <laughs> a flip using strength, athletics, like a really painful one? Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if you,
2: yeah, if you're willing to take a little bit of damage from your knees yeah. <laughs> locking as you land yeah, so yeah. hard. Oh, she's landing right on her shins. Uh, Chrissy, go ahead and do an acrobatics check okay. as Fia do do athletics.
4: Oh, 17 that's all 17 really okay that's not bad oh i got a
2: 17 too
3: wow um <laughs>
4: perfectly okay. insane. Pretty good,
3: pretty good front flips. Let's see the back flips, eh? Be
4: careful right. of your bones from this, okay? Well, <laughs> run down Jimmy, because mine are hurting.
2: <laughs> My bones feel great. Um, so you guys both do uh, flips. They're both uh, pretty impressive. I'll say that Chrissy's is like more elegant going around, but like kind of bangs into some stuff on the way down. And Fia's <laughs> is less elegant, um, but uh, does a complete rotation, but then just like locks her legs and is, is very obviously stunned for a moment, as she lands. Okay, let's not let's not break our legs or anything before we go. Alright, That's a great flip, Missy. Don't let anyone tell you different. Thank you. You see, um, Glork brings you guys in, and goes. This is for
5: everyone who has died for our cause. We are going to get the truth out there, and inspire a revolution. Hey, this is for
2: Endoterra and for all our friends. Indeed. Yeah. Let's break the scales. He uh, hands you guys the sending stone. You can reach out to the other team once you breach the wall.
4: Okay, can I take a moment to resummon Philip? Yeah, of course. Last night's solitude was fucking enough for a month.
2: Elder's blood, she's summoning so many
4: little fellas. Yep. <laughs> so she takes,
2: a, she takes a few minutes after summoning the fork.
4: Do you have any more objects you would like me to make dance and fly?
2: <laughs> Could you make this mug move about? I think that helped move the merchandise.
4: I mage hand it so that it dances. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you see that the mug starts dancing with the mage hand as Philip comes to life um, and swats it out of the air and goes... <laughs> <laughs> dance, <laughs> welcome to the floor, right? Break dancing, that's break okay, dancing. Yeah. Uh, jo- Johnny, Johnny, hold me Johnny back! Hold floor. me back, Johnny! Oh, I'm, hold me back, miss. Freaking hold me back. Who is this dude? Who are these people? I, I died.
4: I pretend to hold me rip back. I'm this book Phillip, to shreds! Calm down, Philip. You have to know your place. Go get him, right? Flip
1: contest, me and the book. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Uh, so yeah, you fill you fill Philip in on um, what's going on, and he's a dumbass, so he just like quickly accepts it, and doesn't really care.
4: <laughs> alright, um, should we head out? What is the game plan? You you probably know more than I do. I, is it time?
1: Uh, it's time, alright. Okay. Sounds about if right I to me.
4: Put up yeah. my hood, disappear, doing Fortnite dances underneath Sweet. it.
3: <laughs> Sweet. Um,
4: <laughs> a good chance to practice new ones I haven't mastered.
3: <laughs> I comb my pompadour real quick. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here.
1: I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there, which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although, I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. All right, thanks for listening, and have a great trip. Bye-bye.
0: Dot com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash PAWPAW. Forty-five dollar upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above forty gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties.
2: So Glorg sends you guys off. You guys head through the streets, hiding in alleys, as you wind your way to the castle wall. Um, and you see it from a distance as you approach. You see this massive wall of black stone. The entire castle area is is raised up. It's on a giant plate that hovers over the rest of the city. And because the wall follows this natural plate, there is this kind of unnatural architecture to it. It's quite wavy and looks almost like it's crooked at some parts. Um, the wall is bisected by uh, this waterfall of blue lava that joins the river uh, below that flows through the city. Cool. If you want to kind of see who's atop it, um, guys, go ahead and give me perception checks with disadvantage. All right, not bad, not bad. Seventeen. Uh,
0: mm. Oh, I actually did really well.
4: 21.
2: 18. Holy shit. Yeah. So for being down this far, um, you guys are able to find a vantage point. I'll say you even go in. You find like a house that is abandoned uh, by people that were probably like scooped recently.
0: Whoa.
4: I oh. look for a spell book.
2: <laughs> you do not find them. <laughs> and you guys are able to get up to like a high floor and look out the window. Um, You look out the window and you see that the mug. there are like three separate... Sections. There's like kind of towers separating the different areas. The section furthest to the left looks to have a tough climb, but the fewest amount of people guarding it. The area in the middle is a medium climb with slightly better defense. And to the right, there's an easier climb, but it looks pretty well manned. Um, because of the architecture, it looks like the sections are separated enough that you'd only have to deal with the guards from one area of the wall unless they,
3: like, sent out an alarm. Got it. I think I got my pick. You guys want to all kind of say it at the same time?
4: Oh, that sounds really fun, especially since we are recording on Zoom. I'm sure it'll be easy (laughs) to line up. Well, it'll all be synced.
1: We'll all be saying the same thing, I'm sure, so it should be fine. All right, here we go. One...
3: Two, three, middle more on the right east wall, medium climb. hardest climb, except with a little amount of people. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. So we're I all in agreement then. More people, but. I went... Let's go. Less yeah, people hard left. climb. Okay. That sounds very good to me. Let's okay.
1: That's what. That's definitely what I said as well. All right.
4: Yep. That's what I said.
1: Sweet. <laughs> uh, so you guys are going to least amount of people hard climb. Uh, I whisper to Fia, sometimes you got to just defer to the pompadour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a consensus. All <laughs> the right.
4: The tiny servant is styling it. Sweet. Um,
2: <laughs> so you guys are going all the way on the left. Um, that is where you saw the least people, but the climb looked a little bit harder, but you're just going to kind of take your chances with that. But um I would say that Johnny and Chrissy, you guys would know this, that in these, like, tower areas there are, like, Bells and stuff that they could ring to, like, bring more people to, like, kind of set off a warning. Right. So, guys, uh, on this wall, go ahead and roll me two encounter checks uh, with a D10 to see um, what
1: is up on this wall here. I got a bunch of D10s in front of me, so I'll roll them right up.
2: That's a 10 and a 3. Okay. Um, You guys look up and you see two... Crossbowmen, two like um, whites in black leather armor with hoods, um, holding crossbows. Two peakers, uh, these little gray gremlins with yellow eyes. And um, you guys would know this from your research. Uh, on first look, it just looks like there's two ballistas up there, but you know that they are animated ballistas that can shoot on their own. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um. So you guys are at the base of this wall. Um, here is how this will work. Um, this is a hard climb. This is kind of like the climbing mechanics that we did back with Via um, Zerk, and um, Hank. Uh, this is a hard climb. So it's a DC 14. You have to do um, three successful checks to get to the top. If you fail, you will not fall. This is easy enough because it's like built of stone. It's not like a sheer rock face or something like that. If you fail your check, then you have to do a new stealth check.
4: Mm.
3: Okay.
2: So it's like you slip and you need to try Eight. to recover. Um, if you yeah, fail yeah. a stealth check, it doesn't necessarily mean that they know you're there. They just see something moving. So they might go down to investigate. So okay. the section of the wall, two crossbowmen, two two peekers, two animated ballistas.
0: How many feet away?
2: 150 feet. Uh, so it's going to take, Eight. we're, we're going to uh, say three rounds to get up. Okay. So everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Eight. All right. All right.
4: Dirty oh, come
1: 20. On. Seven. Oh, dirty 20 for me as well. Should we do a roll off?
4: Should we do a flip <laughs> off? <laughs> uh, probably you have more dexterity, so it's probably you.
1: Hey,
2: mine's uh, plus five. Sweet.
1: Yeah, okay.
4: mine is bad.
2: <laughs> at the top of the order are the crossbowmen. Um, crossbowmen uh, do not do anything. Um, they are just looking around. Um, after the crossbowmen, um, Chrissy, you come forward. Um, at the bottom of the... The wall. You can make a stealth check
1: with advantage. Um, I'm actually, if it's all right with you, I'm going to hold my turn. I would like to go last, uh, because I have an ability that allows me to give people the help action, and I'd love to be able to just, what? uh, I'd love to be able to take up the rear and uh, prevent people from falling if it comes to that. Sweet.
0: Mastermind rogue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll, I'll size up whoever has. Uh, Whoever looks like they're going to be the worst at claiming, and I will go ahead and give them the help action.
0: My athletics is
4: good.
3: My Johnny's is pretty solid, too. Athletics, 11.
4: My athletics is 8, and I'll be adding a D4 to my rolls because of I've come of age. Right. Because I realized um, the harrowing truth that you only <laughs> have yourself.
3: <laughs> I was going to say it looked like you came of age this morning. I didn't know you before, but... <laughs>
4: I was a gangly girl, now I'm a gangly woman.
1: Johnny, you, you don't say that to a lass. You just don't.
4: <laughs> girl child has become woman child. Doesn't have the same ring, honestly.
1: <laughs> I, I trust. Uh, I, I've seen this lady do a flip. I trust her. Uh, I'm going to pull out uh, a big crystal shard from a beard and hand it to Johnny and say, this should help you
2: climb a bit, lad. Hey, all right. Thanks, Chrissy. Hey, Now that's a Chrissy thing. You
4: understand.
2: Um, Fia, that is your turn.
4: Okay. Is this a thing that we're using, like, a dash action? I'm yes. wondering if I should, yeah. like... Okay. It
2: takes oh. a successful athletics check to reach uh, a point on the wall. Once you reach uh, the third point, you are at the top of the wall.
4: Okay. I'm going to do my athletics roll.
2: Ah! Or first do, first do stealth.
4: Oh, my God. 13 to stealth.
2: Okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, now you do your athletics. A
4: dirty 20 to athletics. A
2: dirty 20. Here okay. we go. Um, You are not doing a great job with stealth, um, but they get disadvantage on their perception checks uh, for the first checkpoint. Um, So you are making your way up. You are climbing silently, but you're a little bit out in the open, even with your cloak on. Um, Press up on the rocks. Press up, press up. After Fia's turn, that is the ballista. I think it's the
4: sound of my joints taking the impact that's (laughs) setting them off.
2: The ballista uh, does not act on its own. After the ballista are the peekers. Uh, There are two. Um, They're going to roll with disadvantage to try to see Fia. They got to beat a 13. Oh, boy. Okay. That's a nat one with disadvantage for the first one.
4: Yes, it is. Um, hey.
2: And that is a... You got a 13, right?
4: Yeah. That Uh-oh. is
2: exactly a 13 with disadvantage. Um,
4: I think I'm not going to chronal shift it because I think this is a long day, beginning of the day. Hey. I think I'd rather have it out with this little tiny... Grant.
2: Sweet. Yeah, I'll say um, you have not failed by enough. Like the dude did not see you exactly, but uh, some rocks kick off as you're climbing up. Um, and as you reach the first section, um, you see um, one of the peakers goes and starts talking to um, one of the crossbowmen. <clears throat> After the peekers, um, that is Johnny's turn.
3: Well, all right. So stealth with advantage first, right? Yep. Okay. 32. Jesus, Lord.
2: Hey. um you uh, successfully press yourself up against the wall um, you are so close to the wall that they would literally need to be like hanging over the edge to see you. they cannot see you right now uh, go ahead and make your uh, acrobatics or athletics check.
3: Okay um here's something that I would like to do. I have these I have these psionic blades I can throw them and teleport to where the blade. Uh, Is thrown. The blade disappears. Okay. It doesn't make a sound. There is no physical blade. Okay. Basically, I want to make another noise, but then throw the blade and uh, transport to a different spot to throw Mm. them off of Fia's scent. Got it. Ah. Okay. That's what I'm hoping Mm. to do. Go ahead and give me a
2: deception check. Um, I
4: have another friend who also teleports. (laughs) Is it the fork? hey he's I with wink. me I wink at Chrissy it's a fear thing you wouldn't understand oh I wish I did <laughs> yeah yeah you guys are fucking morons quiet down dude shut your binding you book
3: both of you be quiet
4: don't you talk about his binding Hey, a book's binding is their blood
3: deception check yeah okay it's only a 14 okay but I might use one of my psionic uh, blades to re-roll that, which I'm allowed to do. Rats. Damn! Ooh, so uh, you cyanide. guys see kind of just like a switch blade that glows blue uh, disappear <laughs> into the ground <laughs> as I expend one.
2: So wow. sick!
3: That's a 17.
2: 17. With, from my okay, deception. okay. Um, so the peeker that saw something down in Fia's area is going to do an insight check to see if they're deceived by this.
4: Mr. Rundown, in the future, you can use the uh, fork to get a help action.
3: Well, fuck. I thought you were just for combing my pompadour. <laughs> uh, fork flops around.
4: Yeah, I was, I was talking you up, combing your pompadour.
3: The
2: peeker got a 15. Okay. So basically you like kick your foot to make some noise, to make some rocks fall, and then teleport parallel yeah. somewhere else where you can
3: hide. Exactly. Or um, do you want to get higher?
2: How far does it let roll, you go?
3: Yeah, so what I can do, I roll a D8 is okay. what I do. And uh, oh. I, I times that by 10. So, Jeez. Wow, cool. And there it is. There's a seven. Hey. Seven. <laughs> uh, so that's 70 feet. Johnny's got a cannon for an arm. Josh Allen style. Sweet.
2: <laughs> Johnny, you make it up to the second section here. You just need to succeed one more time to get to the top. Okay. And it looks like you have successfully deceived the guys into thinking that maybe there's something climbing up the wall on the one side. Wow, okay. Cool. After Johnny... That is the crossbowmen. Uh, You see that they are tethered with like repelling stuff on the top of the wall. Um, You see they pull out swords um, and are going to jump down. So they jump down about um, 50 feet uh, on their first turn um, and are just kind of hanging there on the side of the wall. They will do... Perception checks um, with disadvantage, but using your guy's current stealth, um, because right now they're looking down um, where Johnny was, but Johnny's not mm. there anymore. Mm. <laughs> Johnny's sneaky. <Very> cool.
4: <laughs>
2: That's what we call giving him the rundown. <laughs> okay. Natural three, first guy doesn't see anybody. Natural five. A uh, second guy doesn't see anybody. So you see, yeah, there's like all these like rocks jutting out. This is like this was built of like boulders and stuff. So while it is like easy climbing, it's actually pretty hard to be able to see somebody like hiding within the rocks. Oh, it's a stonemason's dream.
4: And they're they're like rappelling down on on ropes and stuff. Yeah,
2: so they're rappelling down. Right, make a note of that. After the crossbowmen. Um, that is Chrissy's turn. Chrissy, you are still at. Oh wait, Chrissy, you held your turn. Do you want to use your turn at the end of the round? Right, I used the
1: bonus action uh, to give the help action to Johnny. Right. Um, do you still want but, to have
2: climbed? Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I just wanted to take up the rear. Great. So I'll go ahead and start climbing as well. Yeah. Give me an athletics. Give me a stealth check first, and then an athletics check. Can do. Thirty-one. Yep, you're good. Uh, wow. <laughs> you bring up the rear. Uh, I think that Chrissy's beard can kind of like change color a little bit. It kind of just like blends in with the rocks uh, of the hell wall. Hell yeah. yeah! You just
2: look like some freaking stalactites hanging off the wall. <laughs>
4: uh, Fia freaks out. She's like, where did Chrissy go? <laughs> He's, gone. Psst, He's gone. He's gone. He He's was dead. with us. It's he me. was a turncoat. I know it was he too good to be us. true. He betrayed <laughs> us. Philip, <us. laughs> it's me on the
1: stalactite. Uh, go ahead and make an <laughs> athletics check, Chrissy. I just there's cartoon eyes on this dialectite. All right, uh, athletics. Can yeah. I, I can use acrobatics, right? Correct.
2: Oh, uh, that's going to be a nineteen, I believe. Okay, nineteen passes. Uh, you get up to the first peak. You are here with Fia, okay. uh, and then it is your turn again. Oh, lovely. Um,
1: so can Ooh. I hear what's going on with uh, these guards that are descending, or the
2: peakers perhaps? Yeah, you definitely see that these two guys are rappelling down.
1: Well, um. Despite my arena impression earlier, I do have the ability to unerringly mimic the speech patterns and accent of a creature that you can hear speak for at least one minute. Uh, I'm gonna say that it only works on fellow Indoterrans because they're a bit screechier as a race. Right on. (laughs) So uh, I do want to take a listen uh, to, uh, I want to take a wee listen to what uh, these two guards and the peekers are saying so that I can mimic them if it
2: comes to that. Sweet, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, lovely. That's a 16. 16. Um, yeah, you can you can hear what they're saying. Um, you are magically able to kind of uh, record it in your mind. You have like perfect memory for this type of thing. Um, and you remember what the peekers sound like when they're alerting somebody uh, to somebody on the wall. Oh, speaking screechy peekers, my bread and butter. <laughs> uh, I suppose I'll just
1: climb up. Um, and this time I'll give the help action to Fia to Great. aid in her claim. Great.
4: As you give me the help action, I am so surprised that you're there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, here, use one of these. It, it doubles as a climbing pick. And I
2: give her one of my crystals from my beard.
4: <laughs> I uh, cradle it tenderly. <laughs> I will bring it to glory.
2: Okay, so Chrissy, you do not need, you can keep your current stealth check, but you need to okay. re-roll it if, um, if you fail your athletics check. So go ahead and do another one uh, or an acrobatics check to try okay. to get up to the second part. That's a 13. A 13 is a failure. Um, So you, uh, I'll say, make it about halfway up to the second part, but start to slip. Go ahead and give me a new stealth check.
1: All right, here we go. Come on, Chrissy.
2: Come on, Chrissy. Shout out to the two
1: crew. Yikes. What is that? What is that for Chrissy? All right, that's going to be uh, plus
2: 13. That's a 15. A 15. Okay. After Chrissy, uh, that is Fia's turn.
4: Can I... Bonus action, Misty Step 30 feet, and then hold my action to see which one catches Chrissy's eye.
2: Sweet. Mm. Um, So you, I'll say teleport parallel to Chrissy, get behind another kind of large boulder, um, protecting yourself. Um, Fia, you currently, I believe, have a bad stealth check. You can, as an option on your turn, if you want, do a new stealth check.
4: I am going to do this.
2: Don't forget to use advantage. 18. 18, okay. All right. Fia's at 18. Um, You go 30 feet up, so you're about halfway to the second point here. Uh, Yeah, so I'm 90
4: feet up. Okay,
2: so that is the peekers. Um, So the two peekers that are up there are going to do perception checks. Uh, Hmm. No longer with disadvantage because you guys are high up enough on the wall. Um, So first roll is a natural one. So the first one does not see shit. There we go. Uh, second one is a natural three. Does not see wow. shit. Awesome. That's Huge. a thing. After the peakers, that is Johnny's turn. I guess I'm going to keep on climbing. I'll Sweet. keep on climbing. Uh, Johnny, um, you can keep your stealth check because you haven't failed an athletics check yet. Uh, go ahead and do athletics or acrobatics. Okay. A 21. 21 does it. Um, nice. Johnny, with the use of your psionic blade um, helping you get up, um, you are able to get to the top of the castle wall here, this, like, walkway. Um, you see uh, a drop-off on the other side, not as high because there's this kind of raised plate that the castle is on, um, but still about, you know, 75 feet down or something like that on the other side. And up mm-hmm. here, um, you see the two peakers, uh, you see the two lines where the crossbowmen have rappelled down, and you see this ballista, um, that is uh, animated. Um, you also see about 50 feet away down the walkway, there is this bell that does not look like it's manned by anyone, but that maybe if one of the peekers or somebody saw you here, they could rush off and um, right. and yeah. and uh, alert everyone. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say you can use a bonus action or something, but you
3: effectively had to use a dash to climb the rest of the way up. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, uh, maybe I'll cunning action uh, so I can I want to put myself in the path of whatever would be running the bl- uh, running to ring the bell. Mm. Oh,
2: sweet. Yeah. Okay, I will say that's going to be a new stealth check. Go ahead and give me a new stealth check. Thirty-two again. Sweet. Jesus, Johnny. You flip over the other side of the wall and uh, begin moving over parallel. Then jump back up on the walkway and you hide like behind the bell, ready to kind of jump out in case anyone runs in here.
3: And right as I land, the uh, Forky comes the pompadour <laughs> back into place. Thanks, buddy. Hey, hey, you're all right.
2: After Johnny, that is the Crossbowmen. The Crossbowmen uh, do not have as good a perception as the Peekers, um, but they are repelling down, and if they see you, they can make attacks on their turn. Crossbowmen, first one is going to make a perception check. First one gets a 17. Uh, let me see what the other one gets. Other one only gets a 12. Um, but
0: I do have a readied action to momentary stasis. Can okay, nice. Fia,
2: Fia, you see one of the dudes looks exactly where Chrissy is. Hasn't had time to react yet, but, like, looks and goes to, like, kick off the wall to um, bounce himself over to Chrissy. Oh.
4: Time, devil, it's time for you to rear your ugly horns. (laughs) And then I uh, cast momentary stasis. So he has to do a con save. Okay.
2: Uh, That is a 11. Fails. Hell yeah. The dude stays put. Um, I'm going to say not able to move his mouth. Stays stuck up against the wall here. Isn't moving. Chrissy, you failed your check but not by enough that he actually sees you. He just thinks there's something in your area. So it's not high alert yet. The crossbowmen are done. They have not seen anything or the one that saw something can't say anything, um, but it's frozen. (laughs) So it doesn't look that weird. After the crossbowmen, Chrissy, that is your turn. Um, I'm going to go
1: ahead and climb and try and get to uh, a secure hiding place. Uh, And once I'm there, I want to shout out in a peeker voice and say,
0: Hey, hey, you two, get back up here. Get back up here. Something's going on. Wow.
4: Really good voice mimic, right? <laughs> I uh, say to, bo- uh, to uh, Philip, oh, I <laughs> almost called him bug
2: fire. Go ahead and give me
1: a deception check. Cool. Uh, this is actually, I can unerringly mimic. Oh shit. Is the
2: wording. <laughs> okay. Um, That's exactly how the peekers speak. You see, uh, <laughs> uh, they look like they're getting ready to like come back up. Oh, thank God that was close. It um, was a near shave, and I hate shaving. Go ahead and make your <laughs> athletics check to uh, climb, or acrobatics. Okay.
1: There we go. That's going to be a, a dirty 20. Okay. A- acrobatics. Nice. Sweet.
2: Um, so since, we, since you failed last time and didn't make it all the way up, this is only going to get you um, within, like, 30 feet of the top of the wall. Do you have a dash action left or anything, or, like, a... Uh, a bonus action.
1: Uh, then I guess I could use. Uh, I did not do a bonus action this time, so I, I suppose I'll use my
2: cunning action to dash. Sweet. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an- another athletics check. Uh, another dirty twenty. Rad. Um. So you climb up. I'm rolling the- in the mud this hip. Uh, you climb up <laughs> over the top. Go ahead and give me um another stealth check. <laughs> 34. 34. Good lord. Um <laughs> Not yeah. Not bad. Whoa. Not bad at all. Um yeah, you roll behind some supplies and weapons up here um, on this castle walkway, um, and you have made it to the top. Great. After Chrissy, uh, that is Fia's turn.
4: Okay, I'm going to try to do my athletics. That's another one.
3: <gasps>
2: oh, Uh, Thea, with a a nat one athletics check, uh, I'm going to say that you fall. Um, Go ahead and give me a (gasps) dexterity saving throw, and that will determine how far down you fall.
4: Can I instead misty step to interrupt the fall?
2: Give me the dexterity check first.
4: 13.
2: With a 13, I'm going to roll a D2 to decide if you fall 10 or 20 feet before you're able to uh, misty step up to see how how many feet you lose. I lose. Okay. Just ten feet down. So you get twenty okay. feet up. Okay. Fiat. So I'm gonna say you're at about a hundred feet. You still have one turn of dash climbing to get to the top. Uh fifty feet to go. All right. Um, that is the peekers again. Um the peekers are going to do perception checks. Hmm. You guys all have good enough stealth right now that they do not see anything, um, but they are looking over the edge here. Um, then Johnny, that is your turn. All right. How close am I to to Fia? I guess I moved
3: to block the bell path. Uh, still, she's 50, she's 50 feet down on the wall. I mean, can I sneak back over there to see, just to help her in case she needs a, yeah, a boost getting up you, to the you, top? You can,
2: you can just kind of lie in wait and attack somebody if, if need be. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'll do that. Sweet. Sweet. Um, so should I roll a... Stealth check.
2: Anytime you kind of move around, you'll need to do a new stealth.
3: Okay. Uh, I mean, I rolled a 19. Good That's Lord. That's 29, uh, 30, yeah. two, 32, 32,
2: <laughs> Johnny, you are absolutely <laughs> invisible. You hop
3: over Broves, to the other droves, side droves, and are just
4: droves. hanging there. I just want to point out I have a plus one to stealth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot what? hang with this crew. <laughs> That's why we gave you the cool cloak. <laughs> I know, it's so good. It, I really appreciate <laughs> it. Uh,
2: crossbowmen have been yelled to by Chrissy pretending to be a peeker um, and they're going to use their turn to dash back up Great. so they climb back mm. to the top oh lovely um Chrissy that is your turn um you see that the crossbowmen uh they start talking to the peekers what did you see up here <laughs> and the peekers are just like wah, 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 wah like just waving their hands oh, around, being like, what the, fuck, voices. what the fuck are you talking
1: about? Okay, well, I'm gonna use the fact that they are talking to each other to my advantage Great. and try and sneak attack them. Uh, I imagine the peakers have the best vision, but the archers um, probably are a bit bigger of a threat to Fia. Exactly, that's what it looks All like. Right. So uh, I'm gonna go from barrel to barrel. Uh, I'm uh, barrel striding over to uh, a position where I can sneak attack one of these
2: archers. Sweet. Uh, make an attack uh, with advantage out of hiding. Um, Here we go. Johnny, you see, uh, what kind of weapon does, um, does Chrissy oh, use? You see Chrissy pulls out from
1: his beard a long, beautiful crystal short sword, <laughs> hiding in there this Ooh. entire time.
4: <laughs> it's gotta be a shard, short shard, not short sword, right? It's a
2: short shard. Yes. (laughs) I'll call it a little Chrissy. shard (laughs) shard. Chrissy suddenly comes out of hiding, pulls the shard out of his beard, um, and attempts to stab into one of the crossbowmen.
3: Oh, we're doing this. Oh, we're doing this. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I just sharded. Yeah. The crossbowman does not see this, like, fucking burly ass dude just like rolling towards him. They're just arguing and just being like, you said that we needed to come up here. I climbed all the way back up. Now what is it you
3: want us to look at?
0: It's a Chrissy thing!
3: (laughs) What? That doesn't make any sense. Who's Chrissy? You're you're right. You wouldn't understand.
1: Uh, That's going to be with advantage. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, Super hits. Uh, Go ahead and do your sneak attack Uh, damage. Let's go all out. I'm going to expend a superiority dice. Whoa. That's great. I am a battle mastermind. Um, So I'm going to expend a superiority dice to try and do a disarming strike. Oh, shit. Sweet. All right. So uh, that's going to be, since I hit, that's going to be an extra D8 for my superiority uh, superiority dice, plus a 3D6 for sneak attack, plus a D6 uh, for my piercing damage from my short sword. Short, sh- shard, short. 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 Shard. Short. You said it right <laughs> short each chart? time. Short. Short. Uh, yeah. <laughs> three flawless attempts. So I'm going to roll all these dice. Here we go.
2: That's going to be uh, 30 damage. This dude is absolutely on death's door. You almost, you, with piercing damage, almost behead him. Just like shard <laughs> through the neck, does so much damage. Just, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, grabs, I'd be lying if I said I missed this. <laughs> uh, grabs his neck, um, uh, but is still barely alive. Uh, you see the peekers uh, hop up. <laughs> I uh, get ready to like run and rush off towards the bell, but it is not that's their too turn. bad because I'm gonna action surge rad. <laughs> my dude, okay. Uh, we haven't gotten to use as much this campaign because you guys haven't been fighting weenies as much, uh, but we are gonna have the cleave roll. Yes, but this is just a straight attack, not with advantage. Correct,
1: cool. Although, mm, I probably wouldn't be able to hide with my cunning action, would I? Um, yeah,
2: you can. Cool.
1: I'll use my cunning action to. You know what? I'll flavor it this way. Uh, I use my cunning action to pull out uh, a crystal shard from my beard and flash it at everyone to kind of
2: momentarily blind them really quickly. Sweet. Yeah. Just flash of white light. I'm um, oh, go ahead and make a stealth. Yeah. Go ahead and make a stealth check to see uh, how well you hide. Make sure you get advantage. So move. That's going to be a nineteen. Uh, that'll do it. That'll pass their uh, passive perception. Um, go ahead and uh, make another attack with advantage. Um, and I think you can only do sneak attack once per turn, but uh, you that's get advantage. Right,
1: that's right. That's going to be a 26 to hit. Hits. Oh, uh, oh, the, uh, the archer that I hit uh, does need to make a, a strength save. Because I did a disarming strike. <laughs>
2: Sweet. Disarming strike. I, I love the idea of just stabbing him through the neck to drop his sword. <laughs> I stab him <laughs> that through the hand. I got a natural 18 on the uh, oh, dex save. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he passes. It's just hanging on for dear life uh, to his weapon. <laughs> Give me that bow. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> fucking neck.
1: That's four plus eight.
2: That's uh 12 damage. Sweet. Uh 12 damage. You kill this one dude. Um, do you want to hit the other crossbowman uh with the cleave or hit one of the peekers? I'll hit the peaky blinder. Sweet. Um you hit a peeker, um, injure him quite a bit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's
2: rude. You don't have to say that. That's very personal. Yeah, telling you to absolutely fuck off. Wow. <laughs> Johnny, you are lying in wait here. Do you wanna use your turn?
3: Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. I would love to. Um I guess I'm gonna sneak up on I'm gonna sneak up on these peakers because I really don't want anybody dinging that bell. That's Sweet. that's not gonna happen on Johnny's watch. Seventeen to hit the peaker. Hits. So Johnny's got uh, two uh basically has two bright blue switchblades. That's Hell, what yeah. that's what he has, so one sick. in each hand. Twilidium wow. switchblades. And
1: they do psychic damage, if you could believe hey, it. He stabbed me with a, one of those once and I, I thought about How bad my relationship with my brother was. It's weird. All right.
2: That's 28 damage. 28 damage. Good (laughs) Lord. Between the damage that was already done to this one peeker um, and the cleave damage of this, you pull out your two psychic uh, switchblades uh, and you cut through these two peakers. Um and it's almost like a lightsaber where it just goes through and it does like psychic damage and you see as you go through the two peakers their heads explode.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> oh, wow. it's been too long since we've done the dance, Johnny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and hey, this is uh this is my other move. I'm going to bonus <laughs> uh bonus action. And, oh my god, I just crit. Very nice. Um that is I can attack with the psychic blades uh with a uh, D4. Rad, so I'll sick. Roll it twice. That's a four. Six, six, sick. Thirteen damage. Thirteen damage to uh, the little crossbow.
2: To the other crossbow guy. Uh, crossbow guy is looking quite injured, um, but is still alive. All right. After Johnny's held turn, um, that is Fia's turn. Fia, you see that? Um, there's this very quiet fight as these <laughs> stealthy dudes like very quietly kill these guys up top.
4: Fia Eugenia has the feeling of watching another fight from the sidelines, and she doesn't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. And decides to just fucking guiding bolt this guy.
1: <laughs> oh sweet! Get in here.
2: Does a sixteen hit? Sixteen does hit. Yeah. Miss Flips, get up here.
4: <laughs>
3: whoa, whoa, whoa!
4: Twelve damage.
2: Twelve damage. Fia, finish him.
4: Hey! Cool, I would like to absolutely, um, it's actually 120 feet, so I would like to, I'm uh, about 50 feet away, so I would like to basically uh, make him geyser into the air. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) For another uh, 70 feet, and then fall from the sky. (laughs) But on this side of the wall. Right,
2: Yes. But brilliant. Uh, Amongst all of the noise here, you hear, like, military training, people testing weapons, um, uh, wyverns um, flapping in the air, uh, all these different, like, cave animals and everything. Um, Nobody hears as uh, this one dude is blasted into the sky um, and falls off um, and lands uh, on the ground deep, deep below with a low thud. Um, And there's nobody... Else left on this section of the wall, you guys have successfully taken them out. Sophia right. that was
4: my action though, so I still I can only uh, climb thirty feet if I make <laughs> my athletics.
2: That's okay. You guys, you guys have enough time. We we cheered her on.
4: I just crit on my athletics. Brad, <gasps> why now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she said she
1: was a natural why athlete. This? Why? Oh my god, now
2: I believe her. Oh god,
1: Johnny, a spider! <laughs> a spider is coming! Uh, Fia uh, hops
2: over the side of the wall.
1: Wow, the
4: last leg of that was really easy, right? Give me your fork, I'm gonna eat this spider. Oh, it's <laughs>
1: Fia.
3: <laughs> you really blasted that guy. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, hey.
4: I think that you might have really, really uh, <laughs> softened him up.
3: <laughs> I don't know about that.
4: That was very cool, though. You all had uh, so many cool things that you did.
1: Well, I mean, hey, yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> hey, you're making me blush. <laughs> oh, I thought it looked freaking dull. I love
4: a skeleton blushing.
1: Okay, All right, that's enough out of you. I'm gonna <laughs> grab <laughs> you by
2: the bookmark. Hey, not uh, here. Not here.
4: Don't you touch his bookmark.
2: <laughs> okay, hey, the three of you.
4: <laughs> okay, so what next?
2: So, you guys are up on the walkway of the wall. And you see uh, that it would be a much shorter climb down and much easier for you guys to get down here. And once you're down here, it's a lot easier to hide. Um, You see that there are a number of buildings through here. There's different, like, barracks. There's different people marching around. Uh, You see this lava river flows from the waterfall um, and it becomes a moat around Endo Castle. Um, And deep in the distance, you guys do see the curved tower... Coming out of the side of the wall, um, where you know the vault keeper that you guys are supposed to assassinate lives. Mm-hmm. Alright. So shall we make our way? Alright, yeah. Absolutely, Great. yeah. Sweet. Um so you guys repel down the inside part of the wall as um some dragoons
1: pass by. Alright, so uh we we find a, a quiet place uh to hide out uh, and then I pull the stone out from my beard uh, and we
2: contact the team. Sweet. Um, So Chrissy uh, pulls out the sending stone and you guys send a message to Billy and her team, Billy and Zerk and Hank as both teams have successfully infiltrated the castle walls and today we'll both face the vault keepers and hopefully reach the vault and that's where we'll end our session.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah! Oh, they're going down, oh, baby. They're going down big time.
1: <laughs> Steven Soderbergh, eat your fucking heart out, baby.
2: <laughs> man, uh, stealth thing is hard. Even, even roll. when you're rogues, you still get seen a little bit. Uh, so yeah, fun, definitely. Man. I mean, you can still bit. roll in that one. That, that one
3: is still coming for you. Yeah, That's my first taste of rogue, baby, and I like it. Yeah, I like it's, it a a lot. it's a great
2: oh, class.
0: Oh, good.
2: Uh, sweet, guys. Uh, you can- Listen to us talk more about this over on our Patreon, Patreon.com/NadPod. That's any D D Don't sing Yeah. Okay. We
0: are. Okay. Oh we are. We are. Oh, wow. Sorry. We're, Sorry. Still, we're still going for it. Wow.
2: Holy shit. <laughs> the um,
3: youth of the nation. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Everybody.
2: As you hate. Nope. 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 Youth nope. of the nation. Uh, sweet. Um, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I would love to plug
1: RPO Box if that's all right. Sweet. Please. Um, y- we have gotten some great stuff over at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number two two two, Los Feliz, California, nine zero zero two seven. Uh, stuff like the excellent um Chibi Dragon Horde pins and stickers sent to us by Jamila, aka Choco Copta. Yes. Hey, Jamila.
3: Yeah, you might know
1: Jamila uh, as the creator of our excellent Pride of Bohemia shirt. Um, She sent us a bunch of these pins. They're so cute. Um, My favorite one is the the sleepy book dragon because it reminds me both of Zerk and Fia. Um, (laughs) And you know what, Hank as well because I think the dragon's drinking a coffee. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs)
5: Thank
0: you.
1: If you want to pick up a set, you can go over to her Etsy at uh, Copta Shop. That's copta with two Ps and a K. Um, Check it out. They're really, really cute. Thank you so much for sending those, Jamila. Uh, Next up, we've got a Patch attack. Whoa, That's right. Wow. So many people sent us uh, patches Ooh. for our collective denim jacket. Oh. That we're all going to be wearing. Good Lord.
3: Yeah. We, usually, we keep the denim jacket pretty clean, but we can put it on a backpack or something. I think
1: for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to be uh, wearing one big denim jacket together <laughs> so. yes. uh, on stage. Probably that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, um, all right. Perfect. We
4: have a lot of patches for it. I'm picturing like a David Byrne talking head style <laughs> denim <Hell> jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the only thing wrong with that special. There's only one David Byrne in that jacket. <laughs> Mike C. sent us some cute cat patches. Dave sent us a possum and trash patch from <laughs> tittybats.co, an artist in Savannah, Georgia, no less. Wow. Whoa, we got All coming go together. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Grace B. Uh, sent us some more kick ass possum patches. Uh, the patches were designed by Gawky on IG and Twitter. They're absolutely sick. Thank you so much. Uh, this concludes Patch Attack. Uh, on to the other
2: <laughs> plugs. Uh, sweet, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us all on social media that we may or may not use. At CHBurf is me, at is Caldwell, at Jager is Jake, and at Eaxford is Emily. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. We are,
1: we are, the youth of a nation. We are, we are.
3: Well, 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 it's time to thank our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Halder Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., hairstylists at the newly opened Forky's Salon, a barbershop that styles hair using nothing but silverware, Halder works miracles with a melon baller and is booked for two years straight. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Dylan B, and Schubert the Mushroom. Chronal blacksmiths who forge the time chains Fia uses to cast momentary stasis. They also make temporal chain wallets, which are very stylish, but extremely hard to use. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, Scott D and Danny P, members of Rundown Johnny's, Old Crew, the T-Bones that used to spend all day racing tricked out hot rods made of bones, but then the disciples outlawed cars. You will pay for this. Lord Sais. Mixologist, Michael McD, Vincent W, Victor T. Balnor's boy, and Andrew B. Instagram Yoga Moms currently hunting down Chrissy to try and steal his beard for its potential healing and curative properties. Careful Chrissy, they've almost they are almost as flexible as you. Justin I, Ragnar Ferdwin, TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele, the Crayfay, endo-terra nutritionists who partnered with Christy to create a PSA about the health properties of bones. Their slogan is, you are what you eat, and what you are is bones. So eat them, kind of like reverse engineering, that slogan, I like it. Jared E., Austin Bonesaw, M.R., Damiel R., and Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt, plus Gage M., the only people in all of Endoterra who know what a Chrissy thing is and actually understand it. For their safety, they also have been placed inside the vault beneath Endoterra Castle. Filbert the Fabulous, Richard X. Machina, Michael, L., Tras the Traveler, and Sir Carl, Lava fishers, they trawl the blue magma river using hooks made of diamond. Sure, it is risky, but all the fish they catch are already pre-roasted, so that's a huge time-saver. Jory S., Dana G., Callum L., and Jack L., doctors operating on Zerk's incredibly infected belly button. Unfortunately, Zerk's tolerance for anesthetics is way too high, and he kept waking up and asking questions during the procedure. That is until Dana G. shoved a roll of bandages into his mouth. So good work there uh doctor i guess flawless whale sam l nicholas c and samuel b door to door cutco salesmen who've been trying to move their soul knife set it comes with soul paring, filleting carving and bread knives as well as a pair of soul scissors and, and an adorable wood, lock, wood block to store them all in. Very tasteful. Mike H, Udshmuluk, The Baby Bronze Dragon, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G. The Peeker Screech Choir. It's formed of young Peekers who haven't gone through puberty yet so their screeches can reach impressive... And unpleasant notes. Megan S. Knee Badger, Panama James, and Cummins the Bard. Stealth witches. They're like blade witches, but their weapon is stealth. They would have done way better than Fia in this encounter. Oh, come on. Don't be so hard on Fia. Captain Siggy, Grace G, Drew Nasty, C.C. Lulu, and Barnes and Nader. Barstool beds inspired by Glorg's erect slumber. These shrewd business folk are trying to move perhaps the worst product ever. Barstools you sleep on. No way. There's no armrest or chair back they're not comfortable but you can sleep on them folks michelle o timmy r jonathan w the crock wearing warrior lucas b and aaron s the makers of reckless spell it's basically the opposite of careful spell uh affects 1d4 innocent bystanders and is exclusively used by bad guys they were really hoping arena was going to give them some good pr this time but alas no it's kevin hard ones horse schmidt new york stephen c and kj fish who have a swim speed, but also advantage on grapple checks. Don't try to catch them with a the fishing line or you will find yourself swimming in that lava. Michael M., Mike K., Joy T., Ekathor666, and Nick W., Old Chrissy's bart- barbers, who have to ditch their razor for a pickaxe whenever he comes in. He pays them in souvenir mugs, but at least the conversation's good. Taylor A., Matthew R., Esme M., Casimir, the all-knowing, and Big Bad Beardo, the mad. The blacksmiths who put the studs on rundown Johnny's leather armor jacket. Even Billy wants to know more about how they achieve something so pointy, yet so comfortable. Eric McD, giant monsters on the horizon. Thrath, Burly T, J. Dragonborn, Joe the the and Cody B. Little crystal people who live in Chrissy's beard. It's very cute and very disgusting. Liam D, the Sandrayan, Ben A, Feldonis, and Dave H., keepers of the hidden fortnight dance, cloaked cultists who floss in secret while the rest of us are completely unaware. Koala Bear, Catherine S., David K., Christian S., and Dustin S., Irina's work friends at Endo Castle. Via would be jealous, but there's a good chance she'll get to fight them. So yeah, you know, it's all good. Keith K., Connor F., The Time Walker, Two Left Eyes, and Big Bad John. Rival skeleton greasers to run down Johnny. They just recently lost a dance contest to him, but did win a drag race, so they're one and one. You know, rubber match coming up. Oh! DPC is awesome. Aston S. Blair, the bug Blair Barblarian, Porkchop and Chenille M. A mug company who built their entire business model around it's a Chrissy thing. Mugs, needless to say, they are absolutely thriving. Don't worry about them. But Raptor Minette F. Pat L. A, a truth that a Lauren H. and David M. the team of barbers who keep run down Johnny's pompadour looking perfect. It's especially hard because Johnny doesn't let them actually touch his hair. Elias Hawthorne, Alex H. the eldest Barry, Evan V. Ryan S. and the Bone Duster, Endoterran filmmakers who made a grimdung Billy romantic comedy. It has a rotten, <laughs> rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes, dang, which is considered good in Endoterra. So never mind, good, good stuff. Robert Crisp. Yidrezl Brentley C Micah B Ploops and Carly Ann Phillip's fellow bully books these mean reads love nothing more than to slap mugs out of mage hands and yell at new friends Lori P Seth AJ Spam Gaming the not so skilled gamer Connor Savage Christopher J, Pebblepot, and Logan S, a team of meditators for Philip and Chrissy. Their first move is going to be to summon a mean book about crystal shards to find a little bit of common ground. That's nice. Leviathan, Deme A, Biocourt 7, Remington CD, Amber Dextrous and Thrill of the Fright. The reigning shuffleboard champs at Grog's Tavern. Technically, you're only allowed to compete in groups of two, uh, but this was allowed since it's actually a lot harder to have such an unwieldy team. Sullivan, H, Trub, Hop Dropper, Sydney T, Alex C, Jesse, DLR, The Element God, and Lindsay W, Barbers Who Trim Chrissy's Beard. It's so long because they've never actually been able to find shears that can penetrate the crystal. Champ W, Valen, Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Anthony S, and Jake. Hey yo. Barbarians who wear the same leather jacket armor as Rundown Johnny, thank God they can rage because the armor is actually not that protective. CCA, Matthew J, TRAP, Michael S, the Bone Duster, and Noah. Fishmongers who used to catch and sell a beautiful array of every creature and now... They are forced to ex- uh, exclusively cater to Chrissy because he outspends everyone else in End of Terra. So we hope everybody uh, likes the uh, kind of salamander things. Wyatt B. Estelle, Ghost, Rogue Cree, Baron S. Sebastian's romance partner from the Baronies, and Mr. Dude Sky. Bouncers at grog's who got absolutely yoked by just repeatedly tossing rundown Johnny out on his ass every time he made a scene, which obviously happened a lot. Conflicted DM... Justin LB, Dandy, Jennifer R., Clifton A., and Richard G., acrobats in the EndoTerra Circus who witnessed the flip contest and decided not to try to enlist anyone. Uh, In fact, it actually made Dandy give up the sport entirely. Wow. M. Barber, Marcus P., Pup Kalish, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, and Pagos, the self-proclaimed Faye Prince, stars of EndoTerra Shark Tank who all got a piece of Chrissy's Mug, Enterprise, and who are now entirely broke. Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Andy E, a very big bed, 91, Holly, Anthony A, and Leah C, a team of boulderers on the east wall trying to send a V6, you know, it's super gnarly, highball problem everyone thought was a little too heady, but damn, did that little tiny crystal guy just crush it? Wow. Timmy, Timothy H, Egg, Sloth King, 777, Cal S, Commodore Galaxy, and Russell H, a family of animated cutlery. We've got a soup spoon, salad fork, steak knife, teaspoon, dessert fork, and butter knife. Oh, my goodness. And they're all dancing. They are all so lovable. Uh, And I love them all. And I love you all. Thank you, folks.
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast.